One, two, three, four. Spoils of Akron time. With one special gen from Smart Studio Akron. Let's do this. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. Chris Miller. Hello, Liz. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you today? Good. I feel like we're well into the new year now. And what is with this beautiful weather we're experiencing? It's gorgeous. No, it's the worst. It's so dreary. (laughs) It's like as dreary and yucky as it can be. It's like that just slushy, cold rain, no sunshine. It is just pure January. Yes. Dismal. Well, well, this morning it was so icy that we a lot of schools were canceled, and then by the end of the day it just turned into rain. And then when as the rain's beating down on my head, I think I, I miss snow. I think I, I want it to be a little colder so it's not raining. Well, that I don't get. Why was there a snow. snow day? I don't get it. When we went to uh, school, I was joking with Chris Horn from the Devil Strip earlier that. We used to trudge in three feet of snow, and I walked to school, mind you. But you know what? I'm actually really glad there was a snow day today. I'm sure none of the kids are upset about it, right? Right. I I think it's more like an ice day. I'm glad there was because Chris, who I just mentioned, came in for a late lunch with his little girl, Maddie, and she is now our special guest. Boom. 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 One of our special guests. One of two. Well, I mentioned, of course, I mentioned at the beginning that we have uh, a very special Jen. Um, you know, we all know someone named Jen. It's a very cool name, and uh, we're a, everywhere. A very special there, there, Jen. There are Jens here. They're everywhere. But this is a very special Jen. This is Smart Studio Akron Jen. Hello, hello. Say this hello. is amazing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited and super thrilled to be here. And we we were just saying before the show, this is overdue. Um, you're just one of many special Akronites that we knew we'd have on here one day. You do such incredible things, and I feel like you provide this incredible service to the community, um, to children, uh, all in, in the, the name of art. And Maddie, it's very cool that young Maddie is here because she actually made something with you under your guidance at the Akron Farm and yes. Flea Market this past summer. We had, and thank you for all that too, that means the world to me, all, all your beautiful kind words. <laughs> you're awesome. Uh, you're awesome. You are. You are so awesome. Chris, you are. You're so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. See, I broke the... Everybody's awesome. Thank I'm you. The Just I, say I thank broke you. the humble right. cycle right, by right, saying right, thank right, you. Right. So, Although I'm you not. You should have really upgraded. You should have been like, <laughs> I'm, I'm beyond awesome, Liz, but thank you. You're like, actually, I'm very awesome. I'm better than awesome. <laughs> so this summer, I had the distinct pleasure to host a workshop at the Akron Farm and Flea, and we did a little recycling. Um, participants were encouraged to bring an old T-shirt. We all have those T-shirts that have like the armpit is completely like blown out maybe you do I don't know I guess that's on me whatever and and then we (laughs) we definitely um, encouraged participants to explore all the ways that you could reuse a t-shirt so we decided to turn the t-shirts into tote bags Hashtag repurposing. <laughs> Hashtag repurposing. And it wasn't just turned into like, oh, great, now my T-shirt's a bag. It was really fresh and cool and hip. And Maddie, you made one. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah? What color was your bag? Blue. And what did it look like when it was done? A bag. A bag. And did it have any special parts or pieces? Well, I used scissors. You used scissors? What did you do with the scissors? I cut the shirt and um, I um, I think I don't remember I sewed it. Maybe. No, I don't See, think you're we right, did. You're right because she's so thinking right. about how you would sew about a piece the of process, material. and it's, I love that. She is so smart. It's she, all about the process. I'm not kidding. She thinks about process. I was just thinking this. We were talking about art today, right. and she really thinks these things through, and there's such an intelligent, artistic mind in, in this beautiful little girl um, that I actually said that to her before you got here. Yeah. I'm like, I love how you really think about things, Maddie, and how they work, and especially when it comes to art. And if you're cutting something, you're just assuming if you're making a tote bag that I need to sew that. But that was the beauty of that, that class, and that was awesome, Maddie, that you remembered that there was no sewing. Do you still use your bag? Yeah. 
And it was special to me, too, because I didn't know that, you know, who was going to use what T-shirt. I brought some extra T-shirts from home in case anybody came and wanted to do it and didn't have one that they brought. And she pulled one of my faves. It was an old um, blue T-shirt that I got at Noto Boutique way back in the day when she was next door to Urban Eats, which was a long time ago. The original, well, the second Noto location, I should say. Um, And so that was one of my bags, and it was from when there was the big oil spill. And it was kind of like a, a, you know, commentary T-shirt on that. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said, like, you know, save the ocean or something cool. Like, and the letters were in the shapes of animals. It was really cool. So I was like, I hope somebody cool gets this T-shirt who, you know, whatever the heck will appreciate it. It was one of my faves, but I feel like, you know, it'll make for a great bag today for somebody. And sure enough, that's the one Maddie got. And how awesome that you gave it new life, Maddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm getting that wrong. Her, her parents are going to be like, it doesn't say save the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> something. Something along those lines. It says say no to pollution. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh, that should be a t-shirt. It should have been if That's... it wasn't. Lauren, where is going to steal that? Lauren, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and, and just to get all my little, uh, my, my whatever's going on around town uh, stuff out today, I'm going to Lauren's little boy's birthday dinner tonight at the Spaghetti yeah. Warehouse because it's Leo's birthday. And Maddie's going with me, so that's why she's hanging. And then it was like, well, shoot, she can talk to Jen on the podcast. Absolutely. Honestly, if you guys want to know the truth, I forgot that the podcast was moved to Tuesday. <laughs> she being, did. If I'm being completely honest. Full disclosure. We, we ambushed her. <laughs> oh, Maddie, you're the cutest. But ever the good sport, Liz is like, let's do this. Yes, Maddie. Maddie's raising her hand. I think Maddie, Maddie should interview Maddie Jen. would like we to We should start making something. Ryan raise his hand, by the way. That is fantastic. Maddie, go. Maddie, go. Great manners. Um, when... Um, it was, I made, um, I got a balloon, I blowed it, and then I made a face, and then I blew out another balloon, and then my, Liz helped me, um, tie it mm-hmm. together, and then I draw the belly, um, and that, I made a present, a doll, out of balloons for the, um, this is her gift for Leo. So smart. She That's a great she gift. That is going. a fantastic gift. Yeah. My, my birthday's in March. Fantastic gift. <laughs> Start working well. on those balloons. Start work. You've got some time. <laughs> Two birthdays. March. Wait, wait. Wouldn't that be great if you had the same birthday? What okay, day? wait. What day? 22nd. 27th. Oh, Whoa. close. Did you think he was going to say 27th? Yes. I got so excited. That would have been crazy. So you're, Five you're in March. Aries as well. Yes, I yes. am. I'm barely. I'm there. You're totally there. Aries. Maddie, you're that was fire. in the cut. Fire. Yes. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Maddie, that was so sweet of you. She did make Leo a gift. Um, she come, came up with that idea and that concept all by herself just because she saw a bag of balloons here. And I did help her very, very minimally, just tying them together, like she said. So That's she is thoughtful. She thinks about process. I think um, if she hasn't already, she should take one of your workshops. I would love to. Tell everybody okay. about your studio. Here, here we go. I am the owner of Smart Studio, where I offer art enrichment workshops and creative opportunities for all ages. So I do have my homeschoolers that come in and they um, fulfill their art requirement for their homeschool. And then I also have um, after school kiddos that come for art enrichment. And I also offer weekly um, Wednesday workshops for adults trying to get adults back into that creative process. And that's what I do. That's excellent. And you, what, what I like about what you do is you make art very accessible for all people in all ages. I mean, one, one of the problems that I think exists with fine art is a lot of people don't feel like it's of them. You know, they feel like it's, right. it's put on a pedestal somewhere and only fancy people or, I, I, or highly absolutely. intelligent people should access, ex- access it. It's but, ex- exclusive and you don't have access to that and there's no way you can appreciate it but from afar and I think that that is as we grow older is that's what we think like of course when we were younger we we colored with crayons and we played with paper mache but as you get older the only thing that you should be hanging on your walls or viewing in a museum is something that like you said is fine art and that's very good. It's good to appreciate that. But I think that as adults, it's really important to connect with that creative side. And I, I'm not trying to teach the next Picasso. I just want sure. to be able to provide creative experiences for people because it's also therapeutic as well to be able to create and, and enjoy, like we were talking with Maddie, enjoy the process. The process is, is really important. Sometimes 
so much um, more important than the end product. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And if you talk to a lot of artists, I, I imagine many of them would agree with that as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Because it's it, you, why we do what we do. You know? Right. <laughs> and you have to enjoy the process because sometimes it takes hours and hours and tens and maybe months. hundreds of hours. And, right. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Um, so uh, being an art educator, yes. is it difficult to balance your own personal uh, interests? And oh, do, you, gosh, do you have that question. balance in life right now? That's a great question. And I think that... Um, it's something that art educators are asked um, often is not only are you an art educator, but you are an artist. And I um, was just recently talking to my brother about this too, who is also an art educator and an artist. And we were talking about that balance. And then especially that balance when you have families, when you have children. Um, I think I get a lot of enjoyment personally as an art educator and creating those um, the, the examples for projects and I get a lot of my creative outlet in discovering new ways to use materials um, I still draw I love to draw and also my go-to I love clay so being able to create along with my students when I'm in the studio I'm creating along with my students most of the time a, a, a majority of the time so then that allows for me to kind of you know, get that that creative, those juices flowing, if you want to call it that. That's great, yeah. And it's important to to not deny your own <laughs> your, your own oh, needs absolutely. artistically in favor of a oh, job. Absolutely. Or and what it might have not you. be like I said, it might not be a product that I I even keep at the end. It's um, more about just being able to be in that moment with them and creative. And that's part of being creative. It's not so much the end result. It's it's kind of just sitting down, and even if we're just kind of playing with watercolors and exploring watercolors, that's creative. That's, that's how I um, practice being an artist. It coincides with me being an art educator, which I think is great. <laughs> sure. And, and I think that, um, to me, it seems like most kids are natural artists. I mean, they're oh willing gosh. to experiment, explore, and, and as we get older, we're, it, it's sort of taught out of we, us. We set ourselves up for failure as adults before we even begin, and I hear that a lot, you know, especially when I offer different painting parties and different locations and different venues around our community is, but I don't know how to draw. We don't have to know how to draw or I don't know how to paint and you don't have to know how to paint. I'm your guide. I'm going to help you through that journey of, of creating that artwork. But I think with children, you're so right. It's, there's no fear. They want, they, that, um, need to explore and that, Fire is always ignited. You know, even just setting down a blank piece of paper and crayons and markers and just going for it. And they don't have that fear of, of create, being creative. Zero inhibition. That's Thank you. That's the perfect word for it. They No inhibition. Kids are the best. For real. Like, let's never grow up. And you know right? what's cool? <laughs> and, and by the way, I have to mention, do you know, Maddie is the first, I think, child we've ever had on the podcast. I think, I, it, I think so. I think yeah. so. We have talked about doing kids' shows. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That would be Like, amazing. doing, you know, one or two a year. Yeah. yeah the, a Kids of Akron episode. But we have never actually had any kids on. Maddie, I believe, is the absolute first, which Shane Wynn is going to be furious over. <laughs> she, she's, a, she, she's a pioneer. She wants um, her Maddie. kids to come on and talk about uh, what were the hot dog hamburger things? Remember? Oh, ham dog. Ham dogs. She said her son put a, a hot a dog, dog, mixed a hot dog with a hamburger and called it a ham dog. Nice. Yeah, I think that's, he, that's, that's what did really he do? Did he, I think he put a hole in the middle of a hamburger, a fully assembled <laughs> hamburger, and then stuck a hot dog and through it. how many it? adults would do that? Like, talk right. about, like, no fear. Like, let's yeah. just play with this and see if I'm like, a Food is dog. art. Food is art in the mind of a child. Done. Sure. I'm telling you. Have it, you ever played with food with the kids in any yes. way? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We um, did a marble whipped cream you can do like marbled paper with whipped cream and we wow. tried that and it's always we made oh we made mini, I'm just wondering mini how, food how much uh, eating of the whipped cream was or were they more interested in eating both it? yeah oh totally both Which, we, we printed what a fun class i know <laughs> we printed with uh veggies and fruits like you remember oh. doing that like you yeah, cut yeah, the yeah. apple you, you make, make a, a stamp, stamp with a potato like oh. absolutely we do that how fun is that like i'm sorry but 
Mm-hmm. I'm an adult, and now I want to do that again. Like, well, that then let's was go. Fun. Let's do this. All right. Let me know when. Walk Come on down to the studio. Tomorrow morning, she yeah. has Wait a class. A oh, yeah, I do. The Wake and Make. Eight o'clock. What's the Wake and Make? Wake and Make Wednesdays are every Wednesday. They're a great way to start your hump day. You know when you're in the slump and you're like, how can right. I get through the rest of this week? Mm-hmm. Start your day the creative way. <gasps> At the studio, anytime between 8 to 9.30, drop in the month of January, $10. So I wanted to start the new year by helping you get in touch. New year, new you, start it creatively. So tomorrow we're going to explore blown ink the blown ink process what is that oh, uh-huh. like with, with a straw <laughs> yes i know it's a see we used to do that as kids yeah. and we lose that and it's so enjoyable because it... it's frustration free and it's a all happy accidents you have no control over the the material you have no control over the medium right. you're just playing and i have coffee and donuts or muffins just a great way to start your day every and this is for all ages all ages. I mean, if you're available, this I mean, I don't just, know. Are they back to school tomorrow? Kids, right? No, this is adults. So if you're headed to class, if you're headed to work, if you drop the kiddos off at school, stop by the studio. It's 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 more of an open, exploratory experience. So don't feel as though you have to be there at eight. If you get there at nine, you get there at nine. Well, minutes. I love that, and I don't know if I can be there tomorrow, but if I know about it and I can absolutely. plan ahead and stuff, I absolutely love that. Like, Chris, we should do that for fun. Um, we, we should record it. I know what the... Yeah, <gasps> that totally. would it be, should be an episode. I don't video. know. Some of it's <laughs> NSFW. Oh, okay, know. that's like, all right. Somebody, because that's okay. it's, all, it's mostly adults, and we kind of just... Yeah, that's it's a fine. therapeutic experience, so sometimes we just kind of... But I know what you mean with the blown go with ink. The folk, yeah. It ends up looking almost like really cool modern art, or like a Rorschach... Yeah. Test is Rorschach. Is that his name? Yes. Um, yeah. It, it. I haven't done that in years either, and it is one of those things where it's accidental. But holy cow, you could like have some fun with that and end up framing it and hanging it in your but house. That's what I mean. Like exactly. your own little piece of modern art. It might sure. sound like a kids thing, but you could actually make something very it, cool. Absolutely. And I like how um, you've scheduled it before work for people, so you can kind of right. stop in on your way to work. And I, I know for myself, I, I'm lucky to have a job where I do a lot of creative things. In my job, I write, I do videos and whatnot. And I know after I finish any sort of creative project, I feel invigorated. You know, I I do. I feel like it it, it it makes it worth the pain of creating. And conquer your day. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. What a a better way to, to feel invigorated than go off to your job and make a sale or whatever you do during the day, Absolutely. you know, do it well. And, and I, I think that, like you say, we, we lose that as we get older. There's some therapeutic aspect to being creative. Well, and uh, I agree. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> and it, 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 is, it is in some ways getting in touch with your inner child. Like you were saying earlier how, uh, you know, kids are fearless and, and they don't have that mm-hmm. inhibition and they just go for it and they their imaginations just run wild and um, if you just give them something as simple as something to write with or draw with on a piece of paper and young Maddie who was on just a minute ago was so cool she blows my mind she really is a very artistic child I asked her while I was wrapping up the shop today if she wanted a color and she said no, you know when I went to get the coloring book I have those here in the shop she said no I just, she's watching me like (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, do you want a color? And I went to grab the coloring books. Um, you know, while I was wrapping up, I didn't want her to be bored. We had the Wizard of Oz on, but, you know, still I wanted to make sure she was happy. And she goes, no, I just want a blank piece of paper. Like, oh, she doesn't gosh, even want the coloring amazing. books as much because she just does apply her imagination so much. So the kinds of things that you bring to the table in your shop, I feel are like that. They're very open-ended that's, from the pictures I've seen. Absolutely. And that's my... Um, Part of my philosophy of art education is providing more open-ended exploratory experiences where it's up to you what you use that method or that technique or that process for. Like, for example, tomorrow with the blown ink, if you want to turn that into a tree or turn it into a spider or turn it into, cut it up and use it into, make it into bookmarks, it's, I'm providing the experience of learning the technique, playing with the materials, and then you take it from there. If you go home and teach your family, that's even better. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, right. continue that learning. And, and I think, um, and I like that you allow or, or enable these young people to, to sort of have a, a blank slate or to kind of work freely within that. Because I think if more people in our society thought like artists, even people with like non-artistic jobs, it it would, the world would be a much better place. I I just think that even if the kid doesn't grow up to be an artist, reinforcing that exploratory thinking really helps you in other aspects of life. And absolutely, absolutely, because 
providing those experiences and, and knowing that creative process, no, you may not go into the arts as your profession, but you can use what you have learned, the problem solving, the critical thinking skills, the ability to um, think more out of the box and in creativity, you know, attack a problem um, with the creative tools that you have. That applies to any profession. And I think that that's something that, you know, all of us can use. Yeah, problem solving especially. You're absolutely right. So it looks like Liz and Maddie are heading out. We're we, heading we, out. Sh- we should have by Maddie way. give we're us some to, final We're going to uh, go to Spaghetti thoughts. Warehouse, and we're going to make <laughs> we're gonna make food art with spaghetti on plates. Play with your food. And, and Chris will pick her up and you can have knit spaghetti with in her hair. Knit with the noodles. And spaghetti sauce on her face. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> knit with noodles. I like knit that. Knit with noodles. We're so inspired. <laughs> High five, Jen. High five. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys both. It was great to see you. You're awesome. Thanks, Liz. We'll definitely Liz. come to your, one of your workshops soon. I would love that. friends or with the podcast. That would make my heart happy. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Woo. Liz. Bye, Maddie. Bye, Maddie. Bye. Bye. It was great to see you. <laughs> <laughs> she says bye. She says bye. And she says ice cream. Awesome. So, so what, what made you decide to work with children? I, um, my journey is, it, it didn't happen overnight. This was something that, it actually took the birth of my daughter 20 years ago. Um, that kind of, I was always in art classes, I was always creating, but it took her to kind of um, awaken my, me in, in knowing that, oh my gosh, this, in the joy of teaching her, kind of planted that seed. So then when she started kindergarten, I started my schooling at the University of Akron, and I decided, you know, hey, I like art, and I also like teaching, so why not go into, you know, art education? Um, five years in public schools um, at a local district and then left that position after five years to start this studio. Oh, wow. So did you teach art in public schools? I did. I was, oh, okay. I was the art lady. And, um, and you, you made the leap to your own I, That's a great way to put business, it. Yeah, right? it, was a le- it was a leap. It was, <laughs> it was uh, scary, <laughs> but it was totally worth, you know, every, for every bit of fear that I had, it, it's, it's, far far greater than what I ever expected you know this is far exceeded any of the goals that I had initially for this studio and, and it, it takes a certain temperament to be able to work with children and you, you seem to have this very easygoing fun uh, vibe and, and aura Thank about you, you. so Thank I you. mean I'm sure that <laughs> helps you tremendously like for me I, I used to teach at the media center right and I never studied to be a teacher so that was something we, I just did as part of this role and I would be mentally and physically exhausted from oh, teaching. There, I mean, it's, it's oh, unlike anything yeah, I've ever done. <laughs> there, I, it, you definitely, and I, in you know, just talking to other educators and especially us educators, you know, the educators that are the specials, quote unquote specials, the art, the music, it is definitely something where you are pouring yourself into every class and it is exhausting, but it's not, it's not an exhausting that's a stressful exhaustion. You know, it's, it's definitely something that's so worthwhile, and it feels good. It's definitely something sure. that I, I am passionate about, so that comes through in my teaching. You know, like you said, the aura, the excitement. I'm passionate about what I do, so um, that was partly as well the reason that I left uh, teaching in the, the district that I was teaching at. And I don't want to be negative about that experience. Without that experience, I wouldn't be here. But it was definitely something that became a position that I, it just wasn't a good fit. I felt like you said, like that aura was being squashed in a certain sense. You know, I needed to I needed to be challenged, and this is definitely it's the hustle, it's a challenge, and I love it. I thrive in it. Good, yeah, you, you do well, and I, I really Thank like you. and uh, I like some of the programming you do. One example I'll Thank give, you. which was really fun, is um, excuse me. Um, I'm part of this group called Free Akron Outdoor Movies, as you know. Yes. And we host uh, outdoor movies throughout the nicer weather, uh, summer months, and we do a big Glendale movie in the fall. Um, that's sort of like our, our signature event. And so last year, we did Wizard of Oz, and 
Jen comes out and she's <laughs> teaching people to make these little tornadoes, <laughs> these little uh, tornadoes in a mason jar, right? Little tiny twisters. Yeah, little tiny twisters. And I, I remember <laughs> doing those projects when I was a kid, and I was fascinated by yes, that. Yes, you know? and it That's, was it was it's wonderful. Very clever. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thanks. That means the world to me. It's it's nice to also see in those kind of um, events too. Not only is it the younger kids like Maddie's age, but it's also the older kids. And I had adults too that jumped in, and they were just having a blast making and we just took jars and water and kind of put a little dish soap in it you just spin it around (laughs) but it's just taking that you know and planting that um experience you know into someone's creative journey and in who knows what they did after that you know And, and it's great it's it's a pleasure to be able to have those for me too it's a pleasure to have those opportunities to be able to provide those creative experiences Absolutely. I, I can see how that can be very fulfilling. And I'm, I'm sure it's also rewarding to to take someone who's an adult and have them do a craft or something. Super. And you see the kid come out oh, of that fantastic. person, right? The, you, yes. you see something that you probably don't normally see. And for me, you know, I, I guess I'm perpetually immature, so I still keep that so childlike never, <laughs> sense never, of humor. Never grow and, up. Right. And, and, <laughs> And I've watched cartoons oh, as an adult, do. even right. before I had kids, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I, I and but I, I, um, I, I like that part of myself, you know. I don't, I didn't ever want to give that up. And and for a certain period of my life, I felt guilty, like maybe I should be more of an adult. I know what and is that? I don't know, Where does and that I, come I, I think from? it's just programmed, you know. I think, I think it think, is. Uh, I, I think generations before ours were had this cutoff point especially like in the 50s where you oh, you, you, you graduated yeah. high school you got a this job that's do. a job you keep for life and and yeah. and, and the life the house with anymore. the picket fence and the wife and the kid <laughs> right. two point whatever kid you yes. know, do you know what I mean I yes. think that that is definitely something that we grow up with it's just kind of we're hardwired whether it's a cultural thing or whether it's media or whatever it is that it, you know whether you're getting even that pressure from your family you know that this is your journey this is what you do it's already written in stone you know, don't try to think anything different. You know, don't try to pursue anything outside of that because this is what you, this is just what you do. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I think going about it, you, the non-traditional, if that's a word to apply to that, it's, it's a non-traditional view of this is my life. Life is short, and that's how I've always looked at it. You know, life is too short to not belly laugh, to not watch cartoons, to not play in the cemetery and make tiny twisters and jars right while you watch the wizard of oz that's awesome yes i I totally (laughs) agree with that and and i you know i get caught up sometimes in my own um schedule i guess in my in in my job and i try to take more time to do fun things and to um to do things that i normally wouldn't do i guess and to you know sometimes to do nothing to sit there you know as thank like, you i just feel so tethered yes. to my device and and to my computer that's i i've been trying to consciously and make an effort to spend hours not looking at my phone like when i go Perfect. home and right. it has done wonders for me Absolutely. as far as calmness. Because I think too, when you when you're tied to that technology, it's a good thing. I don't want to I don't want to make it seem as though this isn't a tool. It's a wonderful tool, but it's also something that there seems to be this celebration of busy. Right. And I think when you're connected to such an extent, where like you said, you come home, you immediately get on Facebook, or you immediately get on um, whatever social media that you use, there is this celebration of busy. And I don't think that we allow ourselves to do nothing. Right. Just take a nap. If it leads you to the point where you're taking a nap, hip, hip, hooray, (laughs) celebrate that. (laughs) Because I think that we need that downtime. You know, we, we are busy, you know, and it's just the nature of what we do. But it's like you said, allotting that time and making sure that you're on purpose about taking that time. Right. Yeah, I like that phrase, celebration of busy, too. I, I see that as well. It's like it's like a badge of courage Ugh. or a badge of honor, like self-martyring, like, oh, I work 80 hours a week, so it's like you know, a I suffer badge. more than you. And, 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 I know. And that's oh, a sad is, thing. It you is shouldn't so be proud of that. Sad. No, you, you should know, not. I shouldn't be. I, I, Shame I'm, on you. I'm just no. like that sometimes. <laughs> I know, but it, it's, it's easy to get caught up with it, too, especially like we said, if you have family, if you have kids and you're doing your own thing, you've got, you know you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's easy to get caught up in that busyness, but it is, I think, something that we should not, like you said, don't reward that, right. that busyness, because who does it serve? It doesn't serve, it, 
you're not doing anything to help yourself and then also the people around you too. You know, if you're wearing yourself down, you have nothing left to give at the end of the day. Right. It's our culture, I think. Oh, totally. I mean, it, it really is something that um, has kind of picked up its own momentum as like, you know, you hear people from other countries talk about how Americans just overwork ourselves. And, oh, 100%. And, and to compete in the workplace, you have to be an overworker or you're looked at as an underachiever. And that's sad because why are we patting someone on the back because they worked overtime? Like, that's ridiculous right. to me. Why, why does that's unbelievable that we reward that but also too even if you look at our school systems and I'm just coming from a teacher standpoint um, we we put our children into school very early at a very early age but also the time that they spend in school and out of school with you know homework and extracurricular it's 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 mind-boggling the amount of time yeah, my, my daughter, I think, started having homework in, like, first grade. Yeah, what is that? Like, it, that's it ridiculous. It blew my mind. I know, I know it should. <laughs> it, and now she's in seventh, mm-hmm. and I can't even help her with her math anymore. I know. Oh, I know. It's, I hate to admit that. I know, I know. <laughs> I, they, uh, schools are changing the way they teach math, even basic math, so I'm... Right. I don't want to. I don't want to confuse her with what I've what I learned in the past. So I always took that step back. I, you know, I yeah. said, you know, of course, I could help you and teach you the way that I do it. You know, the way that I figure percentages in my brain or the way that I was taught, but it might be, you're right, like it might be different than what's on the trend now in in math. So you're right, I always took a step back from that too and getting involved in the math homework. Plus that saves you from getting involved in math homework. Yay! Right. (laughs) So so speaking of school, I wanted to to talk to you about something that you and I are both products of Akron Public Schools. Yes, we are. (laughs) Graduates. I I, I know you graduated from North High School, right? Go go Vikings. Go Vikings, yeah. So... (laughs) Um, you know, how do you think that I, I know for me, okay, so I meet a lot of people like um, in my professional life who went to private schools or who went sure. to schools outside of Akron. And I know that Akron's public schools sometimes get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, even when I, you know, my, my high school was a little rough and, and, and it wasn't the, um, you know, it, it it was what I made of it. And I'm happy I went because I'm glad I was exposed to such diversity of thought and of, you know, demographics. I'm and, doing a happy dance, okay. by the way. You can't see yes. that. But. <laughs> so, and I know that, um, I just, I don't know. I think it's it's a good thing. So tell me your thoughts on that, well, being a, a fellow product of public you, schools. You basically said everything that I was going to touch on because my daughter, as well as a product of, of the Akron Public Schools, she went the route of... King, Litchfield, Firestone, I was Bettis, mm-hmm. Jennings North, and everything that you said, that's why I was doing a happy dance, is everything that I would say. There's no better life lesson than I think to have those experiences and that exposure to people who are different than, than you, than the ideals or the morals that you grew up with, than any sort of life experience. You know, um, North at the time that I went was... I grew up with a lot of Italian families, and to me, it was just so interesting. It was just me and my brother. You know, I was—I just have a brother, and I had friends that I went to school with that had 11 or 12 kids in their family, and just that experience was eye-opening to me. But, you know, I, I always say that as well with, with my daughter, too. I would not change her education for the world, you know, coming up through you know, being a product of the Akron Public Schools. There was so much that she learned about other people and being um, someone who's compassionate about, you know, um, empathy for others and showing that empathy and, you know, not being judgmental towards someone who's different to you just because they look different than you. And I think that that was something that she learned, was something that I learned. And I'm sure that was something that you learned as well coming up through the Akron Public Schools. Um, I, I'm getting ready to, pre- I'm preparing, I'm giving a, a talk, if I can, if I can plug that. For yes, a minute. please. <laughs> yes, definitely. I um, was working on this presentation that I'm giving at the Akron Art Museum at the end of January, January 26th, Teach Talk 2017, Akron Art Museum. It's free. Educators uh, will receive professional development credits as well. Um, visit Eventbrite for that, but it, it's about our journey. So I'm, I'm, I've been thinking through this in my head today already. In, in working on that presentation, is 
part of that experience and part of that inspiration to become who I am today was molded from that, was being at North and in having the art teacher that I had and in you know, experiencing all the friendships that I had at, at school and then coming out of that being a better person because I was exposed to diversity and I can't say enough about it. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that, you know, I wasn't into sports. I was obviously, you know, I was the art <laughs> goober. <laughs> the art goober. The art goober. But, <laughs> you know, so I wasn't, I didn't have like Viking pride in that sense, but I definitely can't deny that, you know, that school definitely had an influence on who I am today. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And I was, I was similar. I, um, I definitely wasn't part of like the jocks cheerleaders popular crowd. I, you know, I was in choir and band Mm -hmm. and theater and, um, I was kind of drawn into the performing arts at a very young age, but, but yeah, I, I am, um, I really liked, I, I, I liked attending Akron public schools. I liked, you know, just just getting to know kids from all kinds of different families, from you know very poor to wealthy families Absolutely. to you know even those from out of the neighborhood who who went to our school. So, and, and I'm I am sad to to say that uh, Kenmore is closing down mm-hmm. and merging or merging with uh, Garfield, but right. um, that's a conversation for another day. And there are a lot of Kenmore people could go who on are upset about that. Hours about that. <laughs> right. And, and I, I don't know if I told you, I live in North Hill now, so oh, I, yeah, yeah I, I love that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's excellent. It's it'll be the sixth neighborhood in Akron I've lived in. Oh, so fantastic. Kenmore, University Park, Ellett, Highland Square mm-hmm. for a brief time when I was in my early 20s. And I guess I have two houses in Ellett, so it'll be my fifth Akron neighborhood living. I was, <laughs> Chapel Hill area is where I grew up. Okay. And um, that was the Bettis, the Bettis um, district. And then I um, lived in North Hill. And uh, now I'm in the square, in Highland Square. In the square, yeah. Yeah, which I think is like a rite of passage at some point. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Back when I lived in the square, it wasn't the square it is now. Oh, we could talk about hours about the transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. (laughs) It was the bucket shop. And that was it, Annabelle's, which is still there. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh, so many stories, yes. (laughs) So so why did you personally go into art? Like, as a when when you sat down and said, I Mm want to be a teacher... Is it because though that's that's what your passion was in, and that's what you art originally have done right art yeah. originally, and I did not go to college. I did not like I said, I'm non-traditional. I did not go to college right out of high school. I took some years off, um, got married, had my daughter, got divorced, and then I went to um, to to college. At that point, I was twenty six. At that point, and but all my life, I was incredibly motivated by making art and being creative from a very young age. Um, my parents were always encouraging. They always supported um, discovery and exploration. I was always down here at the Akron Art Museum. I was always in um, the summer reading program at the library, downtown library. But my mom, and it's kind of what like Liz described, my mom would always just plop me down with crayons and blank paper. And she always um, provided me with um, inspiration in the sense that, you know, Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers, or we always read books. There was always tons of children's um, literature, which my own personal library, I have way more children's literature than adult, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. adult books, because it's that combination, those beautiful illustrations with a narrative. And um, so from a very young age, I knew that I was motivated by the arts. But by the time that I got to high school, it wasn't that I was burned out. I just, I needed a break. So I lived life, you know, I, I went out. <laughs> I um, was a manager of a video store. Be kind, rewind. Um, and <laughs> then, you know, I, I decided, like I said, when, when my daughter was born, when Paige was born, it was like something clicked. It was, it was definitely an eye-opener because... I provided those same experiences to my daughter that my mom provided for me where they were exploratory. Here's markers, here's crayons, here, you know, paper. And, but I liked helping her and guiding her through that process and being there for her to um, introduce her to new things. And, and, and it's kind of cool because now she's, she's an artist as well. She um, 
works in resins at the moment. She really loves making resin jewelry. But it's, yeah, I would say from a very early age, the teaching part of it, like I said, came later. Sure. That, yeah, that, I, I think I, I did a something similar, I guess you could say. I was so driven in my younger years throughout high school, and I went straight into college to Kent State, and I was involved in the theater program there. And I got so wrapped up in the theater program, my grades dropped drastically. I was getting mm-hmm. Ds. And so I dropped out of college for a couple of years and waited tables and right. played in bands. Absolutely. And I just, you know, I, I, I just took a little bit of time off of the, of the, um, I, I guess you call it the rat race or the treadmill of life, yep. you know, and just, and just uh, I guess, got my head together. Went back to Akron and got my degree. But I think that should be encouraged throughout a young person's journey from cradle to career. You, you should have the liberty or the luxury to take one or two years off before graduating college, right? Yes, and that's what um, my daughter is doing right now. She's Good. just living life. Yeah. She's working and she's just living life. And I think that that's something that you should do at that young age so that when you're our age. Right. Yes. 25. <laughs> it's 25 and a half for <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not looking back with some sort of sense of regret um, right. in the sense that you missed out on something. And, and I think that it, is, it should be encouraged. Unless you absolutely know. I have two friends that went to school. We graduated. A week later, they started summer classes. And they now... Um, are professionals in the sense that they own their own practice. Unless you're that student and you know this is what I should be doing. I didn't know. I knew I liked art, but I didn't know what to do with it. What do I do? Do I get a drawing degree and then what do I do? I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I took time off. I I lived, which I think is, like, you're right. It should be encouraged. And and I know that um, as I get older and, and... Hopefully, I'll live to be an old man and not quite there yet, Um, thankfully. Of course not. (laughs) So I'm going to look back on those years I took off and time I spent with my friends and and really relish that. And and if I would have just kept going, you know. Oh, I don't know where I would be. Just because I started my career two years later than I planned, that's not a big deal to me, you know. And I'm glad. I I, I savor savor the, you know, those experiences. And I actually... When I did go back to Akron, I did some other things too. Me and my roommates at the time, we took some road trips out west. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Things yes. I, I haven't been able to do since, you know. So right. I'm those those moments will definitely stay with me and a lot longer than sitting in a classroom or whatever. So I I think it's okay. And and, and in our we to, to kind of tie back to the 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 fast paced busy lives that mm-hmm. we all seem to to uh, idolize you know it's it's good to to sometimes just not do anything even so if not, it, right. to, to for mental health and for you know <laughs> self-preservation absolutely <laughs> save yourself like right. do do that for yourself be kind to yourself um even like i said naps are my go-to you know I, I love taking naps i'm not gonna make excuses for it and one of my goals this for this year is also to like you said it not saying sorry, but, you know, um, going about it a different way. Like, if you're late, like, instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry, you kind of spin it into a way so that it's not putting it on you. It's it's thanking the person for either waiting for you. Or, sure. Do you know? So I'm, I'm practicing that because I'm awful. I'm always, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, it's, I, me it's too. just, it, it's hardwired. I just do it. It's one of those things, but it's definitely something that I want to work on. Um, but absolutely if that's what if you need to set a goal for this year do do nothing (laughs) do nothing not all the time but definitely you know block out those times where you just have nothing for two hours it's it it is okay it is okay yeah i agree and and my um my job mostly entails running social media uh i'm i run multiple accounts every day and and that gets that that gets really stressful because I feel like I have does. to be on Facebook all the time, and and so it's nice to go home and and just not look at my phone for a while, and it's 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 refreshing in so many ways because with a job like that, you all I always and I've and I've edited websites for a long time, you know, right. and and I always feel like there's something I need to be doing, like I could do it from anywhere, so I feel like I'm always on the clock, so to speak, um, and I have to just 
draw more, a, a more of a delineation. Like, okay, I'm not doing this after this time. And that's a good point, too, because, and I found this out, um, the difference between teaching in a public school where your day is scheduled for you, you walk out of work, and for the most part, you're done. You, you, teaching art is a it's different in the sense, you know, teachers, I don't want to make it seem as though they're not taking their work home with them. Sure. You take your work well, home with grading, you. There's grading, right? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> but um, now being um, a business owner with the studio, it is something that I learned pretty quickly is that, like you said, you're always on in the sense that it could be three o'clock in the morning and I woke up and I suddenly, oh my gosh, we could do this with coffee filters. Or you do, it, There's always something going in, in my mind. Like, oh, I wonder if we could, like, how could we recycle t-shirts? How could we use egg cartons? I just got a ton of yarn. What could we do with it? But it doesn't, if you're passionate about it, I don't feel like it's work. So I don't feel like I'm working all the time. But with the social media aspect, I am... With the studio, it is me and me only. So I'm in charge of the social media. And now with, and I want to touch base on this too, with um, this new venture with Akron Craft and Social Club, um, I am the social media um, person. I guess you could say that's the role that I fill. One of the roles that I fill with, with that group too is it's the social media. And for some reason you do, you feel like, what am I missing? Right. Did I miss a message? Do I, did I miss a hashtag? Do I need to put, you know, <laughs> you're constantly feeling like that's like pulling you in. Like you're constantly, I need to check. Did someone comment? And I need to reply. And it, it is definitely being aware that I need to break that and give myself a couple hours or just leave it alone. It'll be there tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And as a writer, I go back and reread my posts. Like I, oh, let's, I, I obsess over whether I, I missed something or misspelled something. It's bad. It's so <laughs> bad. I double check my grammar and my spelling, and I don't know what that is, but it, it, there is something there that it's, I don't know, because I think there are two types of people. There are people that are super completely comfortable with just going, bleh, 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 typing it and shooting right. it out. And they can forget about it. And like, I overanalyze yeah. it, and <laughs> I go too. back and edit, and I edit again, and oh my gosh, yes. And then that becomes part of that. I don't know. I don't know where that comes yeah. from, but... I, I don't know either. I, I think it's just a personality type because I'm the same way, and I, you know, and and that that helps me be a good editor, and and so that's I I've fostered those traits of obsessiveness and and very an being very uh, I don't, I don't want to say persnickety, but but being, oh use it, it b- is, being to where we are you know, being persnickety. I mean, really, just, just, no one's gonna really care if the comma's there or not. Yeah. But. <laughs> Right, right. Oxford yeah, there are things that people don't care about. And then I see I see the English language just getting bastardized oh, constantly. And, I and have usage to. slips. And I'm like, hey, I studied oh, grammar. Everyone else should know grammar, too. Because I am. I. That's one of the things that I find delight in is I do like grammar. There's something there. I don't know what that is. I delight in it. So then when I see someone completely murder it, yes. it's... It's like nails on a chalkboard, and I'm like, no. But I have to realize that we are not writing our final paper when right. you're posting something to Facebook and you want to say that you're awesome, but you're right. saying you're, you're not using your. And here's something to think about with that, too, because I'm, I'm with you there. I constantly, every day, I see uh, typos everywhere. I see mm-hmm. it on, like, legit national news posts on social media because, because people are just so... They're, they're, they don't pay as close attention as they used to. Um, and I, you know, and I see the, the grammar usage slipping and things being misused. And the problem, the problem with that is, and, and this is something, this is a problem for us because the grammar we learned and our live and die by was also slipped usage from someone else. You know, it was know. also amended and, and loosened. And so it's an ever-changing thing. I know. Our language is an, is an organic thing. And I think, and, and I think when I um, definitely hold myself back and restrain from, from being a complete grammar Nazi sure, on, on, right. online is <laughs> I don't want to be that. <laughs> no, I don't either. You know, I, I, don't I silently wanna... judge. I don't, I I don't correct people usually. I, I'm judging you from afar. <laughs> yes. <so. laughs> but it is, and that's part of language too, that I do find there's something fascinating. Like I love... I have a thesaurus at home, and it's a hard cup, and I just absolutely love it. That's just a fun fact. I love 
words and the uses, usage of words, and I might muck it up when I'm speaking, but when I'm typing, right. <laughs> you know, I, Same here. I just relish it and I love it. I love um, also too, I like the words that w- we have no meaning for, other languages that have these words that describe the smell when it rains. And it's just a single word that they, and they're like, yeah, this is what it's called, or whatever it's called. And it's like, oh, that's so beautiful and delicious and I love it. Yeah, there's it, there, there's some art to that too. I guess True. words yeah, maybe that's using it. different words to mean this that mean the same thing, and just your choice is kind of like a um, a color hue. You know, it's, it's maybe it's because it that's also an extension of our expression, and maybe that's why we're so right. obsessive about it. It's because this is also expressing. You know, not only is it my visual, but it's the words that correspond to that visual, and maybe that's why we obsess over it. Absolutely, yeah, and I've. I'm an avid reader, and I, I, I've always loved books, so I think that's what got me into being a writer. Mm-hmm. And, and for, for a long time, I would carry around a dictionary. Every time I saw a word I didn't understand, I had, a, I had lists and lists yes. of notebook paper just filled out, and I would that's study so every word that I didn't know because I didn't like not knowing words that I read. Yes. So. Oh, that's so it's, fantastic. It's so nerdy, but no, I, I know. You know we're big nerds. Whatever. <laughs> I may still have that dictionary somewhere too. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I wanted to get a chance to. You brought this up, but yeah, let's talk about it a little more. Akron, Akron Craft and Social. Tell me about that. That's a awesome, uh, awesome new program, so right? So awesome. And I, I, okay, so Karen Starr, and if you don't know who Karen Starr is, how would we describe her? Um, she is the owner of Hazel Tree Interiors mm-hmm. with her husband, and she's also Roxy Moron. She a renaissance woman, right? Absolutely. Let's, talk, let's talk about <laughs> that. Yes, that is a perfect way to describe um, Karen. So she approached me, and as well, she approached um, a local um, craft rock star, um, Mary Oliver Bethel, who works with yarn, and she's a yarn bomber. She approached the two of us and said, hey, listen, this is what I've been thinking about. This is what... I want to bring to Akron and I want to bring this to the table where we offer creative experiences and opportunities um, to people as a way to give back. We are giving back to you by teaching you a new skill, a new technique, a new process, and um, introducing you to a new medium. But you are also at the same time when you attend these events, a portion of the proceeds also give back to a local organization or charity and what's nice too is we're trying to meet everybody at a level that they're comfortable with so some of the events that we hold at hazel tree hazel tree but hazel tree <laughs> are um a little um they're like in the 50 dollar, 55 dollar um experience where we'll, we'll feed you you can bring any beverage that you want and um one of the events that we had is cheesy good cheer where everybody came and and explored working with alcohol inks and they made a nice beautiful cheese platter that was resin that they could use as a cutting board or a cheese platter and a portion of those proceeds went to access we also had an event at Smart and access is a women's shelter shelter yes, yes i'm sorry a yes homeless shelter for women and children so absolutely sorry. no 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 thank you and um we also held an event at smart studio where we made ornaments that um, the pro- a portion of the proceeds um, went to Planned Parenthood. That was a little of, um, a, a, not cheaper, but it, the fee for that experience was $25. So then we also hold pop-ups, which are $5 experiences, more make and take. And also, you know, a portion from those proceeds will benefit local organizations and charities. So trying to meet everybody at a level that they're comfortable with. And it's, we hashtag party with a purpose. And um, that's Akron Craft and Social Club. We have an event coming up at the end of January, if I could yes, please. give a little shout out yes, to that. Yes, please do. Akron Craft and Social Club will be hosting um, an event called BAM. And if I can say, big, BAM stands for Big Ass Mugs. We're creating huge mugs. You'll learn the fundamentals of creating with clay. Um, don't worry if you haven't had any experience with clay because that's why we do what we do. We're there to guide you through that journey of learning that process. You'll have a mug. So the um, you have kind of dual meanings to party with a purpose, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, because the there's art in party. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I, I really like how you know, you're smart, 
studio and you work that into so many things on social media, which makes you really good at doing social media. Oh, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good way to tie in your, your mission. So I think that's really, really cool. So anything else you wanted to talk about? We're, we're nearing our Can we our, play a game? Can we play a game? Sure. Okay. And this is not my idea. I'm stealing this from okay. um, somewhere else. <laughs> it's um, you have to name one thing that you loathe. And okay. one thing that you love. Like right now, we'll start with the loathe so, so that we can end up on a happy note. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, for example, um, right now, and it's like just something right now, just something completely, it doesn't have to be art related. It doesn't, just whatever. Okay. Just one thing that you loathe and one thing that you love. And I loathe, especially this time of year, um, the the experience of going uh, the the well, I don't even know what you would call this. You get home from the grocery store, and you've got your car loaded with groceries, and you have to go back two times. It's the two times, like oh, I, right. I yeah. loathe two times. I will carry things on my head. I don't care. <laughs> the unloading and just walking <laughs> into the house and carrying one load, like the two. Oh, that I loathe that. Especially this time of year when it's cold and it's drizzly the, and the gross. The extra car trip, yeah. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I, uh, I yeah, loathe I can that. To that. Absolutely. Um, so one thing that you loathe, one just thing whatever. I loathe. Um, there's a couple. I guess one one of my worst things for me is wet socks. Yeah. I I oh, I constantly have done. something on my feet at home, like especially in the winter time when you're tracking in snow onto the floor. Like I, I put slippers on as soon as I get home because all it takes is like one step into that little puddle. And, and it's, my day's and I'm done. ruined. I'm done. Don't expect me to do anything because my feet are wet. You know, and, it's and, like. And I, yeah, and I think my wet socks thing comes from when I was a, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have much money. So we would go like, you know, I never really had the right kind of boots or footwear in the winter. So in the wintertime, we'd go sled riding and I would like my, my socks would just be, oh, I could ring them out with When you're a teenager cold water. too, it's like, oh, you're it's too so cool irritating. for school. Like yeah. I'm not going to bundle up. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. When your feet are wet, you're, you're done. I have like three pairs of socks on right now because I'm the same way. Yeah. If, if my feet get wet or cold, I'm, I'm completely done. And I just happened to look at my notes. I need to make an edit. I said that Akron Craft and Social Club, the event that we're having January 27th mm-hmm. from 6 to 9, mm-hmm. you can register via Eventbrite for that. It's $55. A portion of the proceeds will benefit Haven of Rest. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Oh, that's okay. All right. <laughs> and then, um, thank you. And then one thing that you love right now, and as well, that could be anything, a movie, food. I'm all about right now, and it's something that if I could eat it, I would eat it is I found Tiger Balm, but the red Tiger Balm. There's something in the, in the smell. I know, it's so weird. But <laughs> it's just something right now that I'm totally crushing on, and if I could eat it, I would eat it, is the red Tiger Balm. Red it's Tiger Balm. Okay, a life saver. <laughs> oh, it's so fantastic. Hmm. It's amazing. And you have a lot of tattoos. That's a good tattoo healing thing, right? Well, this, Aren't you supposed to use that on um, tattoos when they're healing? For tattoos, I use, you know, I just straight up use coconut oil because I use oh. coconut oil anyway. Like, I, like, there's never enough coconut oil. Yeah. But the Tiger Balm is more like a glorified Ben Gay without oh, okay. being that Ben Gay smell. Without being like the old people smell, right? Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Like, don't like save yourself from feeling like, like an old lady and use the Tiger Balm. No, that's, but it's great for, I, cool. I have um, some aches and pains, especially right like in this kind of weather. I have arthritis a little bit, not to sound like an old lady, but, <laughs> but just the nature of my profession. I'm constantly bent over. So, right. you know, I have neck pain so I have arthritis starting and for me that's a lifesaver is that tiger balm wow I could eat it that's good to know yeah I <laughs> I um I got into this thing where I've been so inactive for many years sitting at a desk all yes. the time hunched right. over so I've uh well I got a gym membership well over a year ago mm-hmm. and I don't go enough but I, I I'm not going to cancel my Do membership any of us going yeah <laughs> but I've been doing yoga for the past couple months and that really oh, helps with that I mean I, oh that's awesome and I'm trying to like even today I'm trying to sit up I know I, you know I'm, I'm I always trying posture, to but. always that inner dialogue of sit up sit up sit up straight right. sit up straight <laughs> but it is definitely um, something that I would advise if you have fibro if you have arthritis yeah. if you have any sort of aches and pains tiger ball. 
Tiger Balm. All right. That's good to know. So something you love. Something, something you love. I love. Okay, I'll go with something I love right now mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. this is something I was very excited about when I found out it was here yes, in yes. Akron. Um, it's a place called Jet's Pizza in Cuyahoga wait, Falls. Wait, wait, okay. I, I brought it up last week. Why, um, why is Jet's Pizza okay. superior? I'll tell you what. There's a couple reasons. For one, just just for the sake of the pizza, they they do like a deep dish thick crust that okay. that's buttered, and I I like a lot of crust, you know. So and, do I. And so it's like a, oh, that a very thick crust. crust. Oh, it's delicious. Um, and they have a regular kind. They have like a regular circular pizza, but it's a square pizza. And the other reason that I'm so happy about that is because uh, one of my one of my best friends that I grew up with lives in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So I try to. You know, maybe one once or twice a year, make it up to see him, and he he comes back to Akron um, too when he can. And there was a he introduced me and my other friend Chad and bandmate Chad to Jets Pizza up there. So every time we'd go up to Mark's, we'd like look forward to Jets, you know. And <gasps> when I told Mark it. that that we have a Jets Pizza here, he's like, "Oh, you're never gonna come visit I me know. anymore." Like, no, I still will. <laughs> I'll bring pizza to you this time. There you so, go. Yeah, so it was it was a nice surprise because they're. I think there was only a couple in Ohio. I think there might be one in Toledo really? and one in Willoughby. Yeah, so it's a it's a chain, but, uh, but it's still the, good. Right, but at the same okay, so you could go and get just a plain cheese pizza. Yeah. And then you could, like, do they offer, like, a specialty kind of pizza? I don't know if they have a spe- that, that 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 deep dish square pizza is kind like of like rock specialty. on, like, yeah. take a bath in it. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's really roll, good. Roll so. around in it. So anyways, I mean, I'm sure the uh, the... I'm sure that the sheen will wear off, but right now no, I'm just that's like, awesome. But see, I'm trying to limit myself. Right, something you're excited about right day. now. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, so anyways, I, I like that game. That's good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, where, where can people find out about you, Smart uh, Studio? Do you have your own website? Yes, as well? I do. If you um, Google Smart Studio or Smart Studio Akron, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest. All of the okay. social medias. MySpace. And, and Friendster. <laughs> Friendster. <laughs> Classmates.com. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. <laughs> Friendster. Ah, we're totally aging ourselves right now. <laughs> it's so great. Um, if you search Facebook, it's Smart Studio on all of the social media. Okay. Twitter, though, it's a little different. Um, my handle couldn't. Um, I couldn't fit Smart Studio Akron, so it's Smarts Akron. Okay. And then likewise, too, for Akron Craft and Social Club, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Awesome. We'd love to have you meet us there. That would be awesome. Yeah, and it, you know, it's very nice to to have you on the podcast. I, I think you're our... Uh, you're, you're one of the shining stars of Akron, definitely. Oh, my definitely. gosh. I mean, I really... I, 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 I'm so amused and entertained by a lot of the things you post online oh and, and I just think, <laughs> I love what you're doing. So I'm, oh, I'm glad we're able to finally means, get you in here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for the opportunity. All of that means absolutely the world to me and oh. it makes my heart so happy. Well, thank Thanks you. for having me. This was fantastic. Sure. Yeah. You know, you're welcome. Anytime. We'll definitely have to have you back. Um, I would love that. So we are, um, we usually do, uh, events at the very end and liz usually has a whole list of them i only have a few um so there is a um actually there's something going on with paul's and prayers animal rescue they're located near chapel hill um they're doing a virtual cat food drive where they actually helped foster and find homes for 500 cats last year so they're really in need of cat food wet wet food dry food and if you look up paul's and prayers um, online, you know, they'll take money. They'll you can buy the food and take it to them. You can actually order food online, where they get a portion of the sales as well. Um, and so there's there is a uh, tomorrow night Wednesday uh, Akron Gains, which is a sustainability group. They're meeting at Highland Square Mustard Seed, and the topic is what can we learn from trees to regenerate Akron trees are actually have a very sophisticated system of communication with each other in a forest trees can act almost like singular cells in an organism they can communicate they can send food to each other and so i know they're probably not going to dig that deep into the science of it tomorrow but but they're going to look at ways trees can help a community um helping to uh you know reduce pollution helping to reduce runoff of rainwater and and they really have a, a huge hand in what we do um the 12th uh thursday is the last look tour of intersections at the akron art museum at 6 30 which is a really cool 
exhibit. Oh, absolutely. Isn't it? If you it's, haven't gone, yeah, it's, get there it now. It's mesmerizing. It's fantastic. Um, this weekend, um, fresh juried art exhibit opens at Summit Art Space on Friday, uh, Friday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. Uh, five o'clock. Um, and, and also there's a, um, in the box gallery, there are a couple solo exhibits opening that same night. So there's a lot of good art at Summit Art Space. Um, and let's see, on Saturday also is a human trafficking awareness event at the Akron Summit County Public Library. A lot of people don't realize human trafficking happens in Akron. It happens in Ohio. And this, this uh, I think it's, it's from 10 to 2, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it'll, it'll give participants uh, a way to be able to maybe, if they spot that happening, that they can, you know, who they can call and, and maybe even help prevent against it. Um, also on sad on Saturday is Experience Peace Voice in the Wilderness event at the Rialto Theater in Kenmore. Zach Friedhoff, who we've had on the podcast before, uh, he's debuting his new album, which is really, really good. I mean, it's, it's excellent. So um, great guy, um, part of the Big Love Network. Also that right before his event is a seva circle or siva circle i don't know how to pronounce it necessarily but um looking at ways to better serve the community i think it means selfless service in hindu or in, in um whatever uh so it'll be a cool event the rialto theater um and i know you had you had a couple uh can Jan. i add one yes please so we you have january 26th teach talk at the right? akron art museum akron art museum at what time at that event starts at 4.30. It's 4:30. nice for teachers to be able to just to jet over after school, the school day ends. Okay. Um, the event on that Friday, January 27th, is BAM. BAM. <laughs> big um, ass mugs. Big ass mugs. <laughs> and um, that is from, um, we have that event 6 to 9. But I wanted to, to just kind of interject and kind of add to, it was kind of last minute, but we have a lot of um, people that are attending the women's um, march on Washington. Oh, right. And there's a sister march coming up on, um, I believe it's either this, oh, you'll have to forgive me, either, either this Saturday or Sunday in Ohio and Columbus. But there are some people who are attending um, the one in D.C. Akron Craft and Social Club wants to help you if you'd like to create a poster for that, if you're attending one of these rallies and you would like to create a poster this Friday, Friday the 13th, (laughs) Um, we are hosting a $5 drop-in event that um, we're gonna give you the opportunity We'll have poster board, cardboard, paints, markers in the building where Noto North is across from Luigi's. That event will be from seven to nine with Akron Craft and Social Club. I'll have something on Facebook posted probably this evening about that. It was kind of a last minute um, idea that we had. So seven to nine this Friday. All right. Good deal. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jen Davis. I don't thank even know if we could, did. She say your last name when we first started. Hi, I'm Jen Davis. Jen Davis. There's like fifty thousand of me. So. <laughs> There's a lot of Chris Millers too. I know. I know, right? Common names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody once told me that with a common name, it's it's easier to fade into obscurity if you're wanted by like. But you know the what? Law. That's nice. You cannot Google me. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Good, good luck. Good luck. Yes. Which is kind of nice. You're right. <laughs> it is nice, yeah. Kind of a blessing. All right. Well, thanks, Jen. It's <laughs> Thank been very nice so having much. you it's on here. It's been amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, so check out Smart Studio, Akron Craft and Social, and all the other good stuff she's doing. So, all right. Um, from us at Spoils of Akron, keep it an Akron day.